welcome to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavaretta, and alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut, and we are back for the new season of the NHL. And Ryan, are you hyped? I am hyped. I am very hyped. I mean, I'm very disappointed that baseball is now over, but I am very hyped that hockey is back. So it was a, it was a rough two days there. Rough two days. Rough, rough two days, not going to lie, but we're good. We made it through. Powering through. We're good. We're back. Awesome. So before we get into what we missed, because the last time you guys heard us, it was the free agency frenzy. So first thing, let's get this out of the way. For any of you new listeners who would like to see what we do on not really a daily basis, but to like to see our opinions and our updates on a um, weekly basis, on a weekly say. basis, most likely, you can follow us on Instagram at post to post underscore liu. That's post the number two. Yes. Not t o. Yes, because we're cool like that, that we have to use numbers. So, first thing up, this is probably the biggest news that broke in the last two days. Sidney Crosby is out day-to-day for the Penguins, and his status for the season opener, which is tomorrow night, is unknown. Now, I've already said this multiple times last year. I'm going to say I'm riding the same train this year, and that's the fact that the Penguins are not as good as they used to be. And you'll we'll get to that later as we are going to look at all of the, all of our pre, actually not all of our season rankings. See if how our predictions ro- for the yeah season. predictions for the season how royally we can screw that up, and I think the Penguins are just gonna fall off a cliff. You know, over the summer we did see that they did trade Phil Kessel they, to Arizona. They had to because, well, a he was making almost seven million dollars, and that's a big cap hit when you have two massive contracts in uh, Malkin and Crosby. And then Jack, signing Jack Johnson definitely didn't help their cap hell, so they had to. But I also heard a rumor that Evgeny Malkin went to the Penguins' front office and said, trade me or trade Phil Kessel. Yeah, and of course, you know— Of course, you're not going to go against what Evgeny Malkin says— so it was bye-bye Kessel, and I think they got a very good return. Oh, yeah, Alex Galchenyuk alone is a fair return for Phil Kessel. And the sad thing is, is you know, I liked Phil Kessel. You know, he's, sadly, he's a walking meme at this point. Hot dogs and all. Hot dog man. And he was great in Pittsburgh. He won two cups, so we can say that Phil Kessel is a, Stanley, is a Phil, two-time Phil Stanley Kessel Cup champion. Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, and unless Arizona crawls out from the bottom of the pit. Which they may. Which they may. I think he's going to stay a two-time Stanley Cup champion, which still great re- looks great on your resume. Oh, yeah. and There's just something about three-time Stanley Cup champion that just seems a little bit better. You just see Flurry up there just chilling. <laughs> and Crosby, too. And it's just like, well, speaking of Crosby, how does this? how is this going to hurt the Penguins? Because, you know, it's a dynamic. The Penguins have always been a team with a dynamic duo. And... You know, in the 90s, it was Lemieux and Yager. And then when Lemieux was alone, it's still Mario Lemieux. And now Crosby and Evgeny Malkin were always the two of the two best players on Pittsburgh's team. And now Crosby's out day-to-day. So how does that, you know, will that impact the team? I think it will impact them a lot. Cause I'm, sure, I'm sure it will impact the them. The Metro's stacked. The Metro is stacked. And we already saw the Penguins, I wouldn't say struggle last season because they had – they're just about or over 100 points. I can't remember the exact number. But they did not perform well in the playoffs, and that was with everyone. That was with Crosby and Malkin. And 
I guess their big three is now gone now that Kessel's in Arizona. But not it's always hard not having your best player and your captain, especially to start a season that can be really demoralizing for, yeah. and for let's, a team. And it's coming not, off a uh, unexpected playoff sweep. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not forget that this two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup champion lost in the second round two years ago to the Capitals, who would who went on to win the Stanley Cup. And then they lost in a sweep in a very one-sided sweep against the Islanders of all teams. Yes, they were yes, they were riding a very big high, you know, new coach and they had a newfound purpose after Tavares left. And, you know, Barry, it's Barry Trotz. It's the same coach that beat you a season before. That may have something to do with it. But Crosby only had one point that entire series. Yeah, the Islanders' defense in that series was just absolutely insane. Something we they did not get in the regular season. But always, it's hard for the Penguins whenever Crosby's not there or whenever Malkin's not there because that's really their core. And... It's been their core since. Yeah, it's been their core for at least life. ten years. Yeah, so I would say since right after since the lockout. Yeah. So you know, I would I hopefully he can come back soon for them, but I think it, don't be surprised if the Penguins drop their first few. And moving on now, the second other news story is Evander Kane has from the San Jose Sharks has been suspended three games for fighting with an official. And I saw this video. If most of you have not, it is on uh, NHL and TSN's YouTube channels and their Instagrams as well. He didn't do anything. He didn't really do that much. He was trying to go after someone because, you know, Evander Kane is a very, I believe very was... passionate player. We'll, we'll leave it at we'll that. We'll leave it at passionate. And he was pushing and shoving some people, and he pushed a ref. Like, not to the ground, but he, like, nudged a ref. Which to most players, that's... Was, um, well, first was an ejection, and then a three-game suspension, So, which he's not appealing. If you guys want, send us your opinions on this. I believe that this is just the ref saying that, you know, they're, they're going to put their foot down. This is them giving... You know, it's a pre... It's, you know, you're going to miss him for those first three games, especially to, um, tonight's game, which is huge, as they... Play Vegas again, and you know there's gonna you you're gonna you would have wanted him in this game. Oh, absolutely! He's one of your enforcers. He's also a scorer. Well, now that he's a shark, he's been scoring, and it's against one of your biggest rivals. Even though they they're only entering their third year, the Vegas San Jose rivalry is, I'd say, at this point already top ten in the NHL. Oh yeah, no, that's a I th- I believe that this rivalry it's had two playoff series to grow. And especially with the last one, especially that game seven choke job, as much as I hate to say it as a discount Knights fan, it was a choke job. You uh, know, they, they you choked. blew it. Yeah. And all their fans have been upset with, with the Sharks since that. And they want their revenge, and it's going to be tonight. Now that Evander Kane's out, they're going to want to go even harder against them because their team hasn't changed either. They didn't the, really. Well, They've they, lost two. They I think, had a. They, they lost their captain in Joe Pavelski, so that. Well, was... I don't mean the Sharks. I mean I meant the Knights. Oh, the Golden Knights. Because okay. they only had to get. They've got rid of a few dead pieces for some cap space, even though they're still over the cap, which is an issue. But the Sharks have lost a lot. They went. It was a choice over in the offseason. It was Eric Carlson or Joe Pavelski. They I, absolutely made the right choice. I believe so. As much as you know, Eric Carlson has been a shell of his former self since. Right, he was his playing. He was playing hurt. He was playing hurt, but you know. 
we haven't really seen Eric Carlson get to that point where he was in Ottawa in that last season when he was with them, where he was a Norse Trophy candidate. He hasn't shown that yet since coming to San Jose. Do I think he will? Absolutely. Oh, he'll, he'll get back to it. He, It's always hard transitioning from one team to another, especially when you're one of the top players in the league and there's so much hype and ex- so many expectations. And then if you even underperform slightly, everyone gets mad. Like, where, like where's the Carlson we saw on the other team? Yeah. And, you know, there's been – the Sharks have gone out. They've – especially recently with all the new RFA signings, which they, I have a list here of all of them, which are kind of interesting. Uh, Thornton was re-signed again, surprisingly. I thought that he was at least going to maybe retire – or some sort of... He, he's not on, retiring he's anytime. Well, I wouldn't say anytime soon, but I think he wants to go out on his terms. He's looking for a cup or something. That's why he keeps coming back to San Jose because he loves it there. They it's like Marlowe. Marlowe thought he was going to win a cup in Toronto, and now... I and think, he didn't. I think he's still unrestricted. He's well, still restricted. Because they traded him to the Hurricanes, who bought him out, which I thought was kind of a pointless trade. Pointless trade, but it was to kind of free up some space for Marner. Because... You know, that was the big signing, too. Marner was signed. Yeah, but Marler's still out there. I don't think he's going to get a team. I don't see that happening. So it should be interesting but to see Thornton's what the Blues— not, not the Blues. Not uh, Marlow. No, Thornton is—well, they were both loved in San Jose, but Thornton was producing still in San Jose. Marlow was not. So, well, I think the Sharks not having a Vander Kane for these first three games is going to hurt them, but also I believe— you know, the Sharks have enough depth to kind of get through the it. The Sharks are going to be fine. Yeah, they're going to be fine without him for the first three games. I think the Sharks in general, especially tonight, should be interested to see what they do. You know, because I think the game, I believe, the, hold on, let me let me check one little thing because I have it on the back here. No, it's in Vegas. So they're going to get booed out of the building. Yeah, they are. But I think that it should be a good game. I, I really do Those think. Those games are always very intense and exciting to watch. NBCSN, so it is naturally televised. Yeah, so if you guys want to just turn it on, it should be great. Um, next up, we're going to move back over to the East Coast here. Um, quick note, Stahl was named captain of the Hurricanes. He replaces Justin Williams. Jordan Stahl. Good old Jordan Stahl. So, yeah, because we're going to go through a lightning round of the news real quick, just because, you know, we're catching up on the last two months of stuff here. So, yeah, Stahl named captain. Good pick. He's been with the team since their cup win in 2006. Really Solid. was no other choice after they uh, traded away um, Justin Falk. I mean, it was either going to be Stahl or Falk. Yeah, Falk's not there anymore, they, so they, um, Stahl wins by default. They, um, I think they, they, didn't we have a big discussion last year that they co, they were co-captains. Yes, there was a so home weird. captain and a road captain, which I thought was a really dumb idea. I, I agree. That's just a it's Like, not there a should good be idea. one captain. Yeah, one guy to lead that team. Speaking of Justin Falk, he was acquired by the St. Louis Blues and a 2020 fifth-round pick. And Carolina gets Joel Ed. I'm going to butcher this. Edmund. I think that's Edmondson. Joel Edmondson. Edmondson. Dominic Boak, and a 2021 seventh-round pick. So really, it was just. And Falk immediately signs an extension. Oh, too. immediate extension. That's a guarantee. Just you know, they wanted the cap. They didn't want to sign him. They were not planning on getting him back. Carolina traded a lot of defensemen. They tr- also traded Calvin Zahan to Chicago. So already one-third of their defensemen from last year are gone. So 
It hurts, but that the Hurricanes, if they proved anything, they proved that they're kind of ready to take that next step and become a perennial playoff contender. And then after that, you have more trades that happened that were interesting. This one I put in just for, um, because I know a lot of fans in the New York area will recognize this one. The Tampa Bay Lightning acquired goalie Mike Condon, a sixth-round pick in the 2020 draft from Ottawa, and Ottawa gets Ryan Callahan and a fifth-round pick in the 2020 draft. Callahan is an Ottawa senator. Weird, but I don't. I think he's going to retire because Dan Girardi just retired. Yeah, Callahan's going to retire. He's been he was hurt for most of last year, and his production was not there when he was playing. I think personally, this was just a salary dump for Tampa, and they gave him to Ottawa because everyone on Ottawa is making like league minimum. So they have, well, not everyone, but a lot of people on Ottawa are not making a lot of money. So they had the cap space. Yeah, and also Ottawa gets a fifth-round pick in the 2020 draft, which is a a higher-up pick than they would have had because they gave them the sixth. So Ottawa, I think, is trying to stockpile, you know, younger younger guys, even though they take end picks, so they really wouldn't care. I think Callahan will just be there for a season, if anything, because I think his— I think it's his back. Did he even make the active roster? I don't think so. I think uh, when they released the rosters, Callahan was not on it. But I would che- I would double check that because Ottawa's in a tough situation because w- we know they're going to tank. There's no way they don't tank. He is not on the active roster. Yeah, so he's he's going to be sitting at home getting paid. Fine. You know, thank you for your service, Callahan. Cool. Here's a cool three mil set on the couch. Yeah. Okay, have fun with that. So now, let's go back to the metro area. In probably one of the big, bigger moves of the offseason, the New Jersey Devils acquire forward Nikita Gusev from Vegas in exchange for a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick. Vegas used that as a salary dump, and New Jersey picks up a very good score to help try to keep Hall in New Jersey. Yeah, there was a lot of hype around Gusev. And then you didn't really hear a lot about him when the preseason started, but... Did you watch him? Because I know the Islanders and Rangers both played the Devils once. I know the Rangers played him twice. I was not able to watch that game, but I personally just, from, like, scrolling through social media, I didn't really hear a lot about him. All I heard about was, like, his first goal. Well, I, I watched um, the ga- both games that the Rangers played against the Devils in preseason. This guy is dangerous. He, can, he actually has, like, enough skill to be one of the perennial scorers of the league. Not I'm not talking like the same league as, you know, the um the Crosbys and the McDavids, but he he can low he can end up in that second tier with like the Stamkoses of the world. Right, well, then if that is the case, the Devils just got a steal because it was just a second and a third well, round pick. It's a salary dump. Vegas well, How needs- much is he making? Oh, he, he had a decent contract. That I do know. He had a decent contract because he was picked up in the expansion draft. And it was kind of just a – it wasn't Vegas giving them a contract. It was the team that gave him up was the contract. And he said, I'm going to go play in the KHL because I don't want to play for Vegas. It's a $4.5 million cap hit. Yeah. Vegas needs to get rid of anything to get under the cap, which they're still not. So anything helps. So that was big pickup for the Devils along with their division rivals, the Rangers – going on a little bit of a re-signing spree, which we'll get back to, along with one of my favorite players getting traded again. So you will hear that when we get back. You're listening to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. 
WCWP and The Wave present a car show, part of Long Island University's 2019 Homecoming Weekend. Enjoy a day of cars on display, plus food, giveaways, and prizes on Saturday, October 19th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the campus of LIU Post, 720 Northern Boulevard in Brookville. Admission is free and open to the public. Entry for cars is $20 per vehicle. Space is limited. Register your car today by visiting WCWP.org. Follow the wave on Twitter and Instagram at the sound of LIU. Welcome back to Post to Post here on the wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavaretta, and we had a very interesting offseason. We're going to wrap up the news real quick and then get to our Season predictions of which division, who's going to be on top, who's going to be on the bottom. But before that, let's run through these quick things. Before all of the signings, there was one more trade I'd like to talk about. And that was, you know, same production player for same production player. And it was Milan Lucic, a conditional third-round pick to the Flames for James Neal. Is James Neal okay? I still don't know. I'd say this was a salary dump. But they're both making way too much money. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. Oh, uh, it's just—it was funny because I saw this and I'm like, oh no, not no, not you, not you, James Neal. Because I don't know. It's just I like the—he was one of the players that I loved to watch on Vegas in 2018 when they made that run to the final, and he was—I always thought he was one of the better players on that team, and then he goes to Calgary for an absurd amount of money, and yet. Now he gets he didn't do anything in Calgary in, in the run. He was literally benched for the playoffs. And now he's in Edmonton Oiler. Maybe he can get some time with McDavid and he'll show up a little bit. I mean, it'd be hard to do worse than what Neil did last year. And surprisingly, Milan Lucic is making more money than James Neal. Six million as opposed to five seven five, so Really almost identical contracts, but James Neal definitely should have the higher one, in my opinion, but unrelated. I really didn't understand the point of this trade for either side. I think it was, you know, sometimes, and we've seen this with a lot of players, a change of scenery helps a, a lot. A change of scenery is not going to help Milan Lucic. Well, no. The only thing that would have helped Milan Lucic is probably staying in Boston. Because yeah. he at least did something when he was in Boston. I don't know why. I keep thinking he was a blue. He was not. He, he was not. I'm thinking of um, the guy on a, Boston He was now. a king. I knew he was a king. That I knew. I knew he was a king, and I knew he was on Boston. I'm thinking of wow, um, gave up a lot the former captain of the Blues him. that went to Boston. David Backus? Yeah, David Backus. But, Although eh. staying in St. Louis definitely would have probably helped Backus, too. Oh, yeah. Well, and it doesn't Bruins matter. the Bruins got a lot for from the Kings for Lucic. What did they get? Martin Jones which I guess they traded away again. Colin Miller and a 2015 first-round pick. Which turned into what? Is it that? Jakob Zaboril. Okay, so that turned into nothing. Awesome. So, well, one of their higher prospects. But still, Martin Jones. Who we now know as the backstopper for San Jose. Yes, for who was traded there for Sean Crowley and a 2016 first-round pick. Okay, so... Little bit of a confusion there with everything went there. But you know what? I, I see this trade, I'm like, okay. It's one fine. of those trades that's like, oh, why did that happen? And then it's gonna probably amount to nothing for both teams. I just want to bring it up because James Neal. 
James Neal. So, and besides even that, you've had a bunch of recent signings. Patrick Laine signs with the Jets again. That was that one I was actually very surprised about. Well, he where else was he? He wasn't going to go anywhere. He was going to go to the either it was either the Swiss League or the Swedish League. He was already there. He didn't want to go. He, you could tell he wanted to he did that I think he did that I mean, as a, I just a think tactic. Winnipeg didn't want to pay him, which is why he only got 2 years. Well, what I think happened is they also had to re-sign other people. What I think happened was they said, "We'll give you 2 million and then we won't give anybody else as much as you or something along those lines. And then they go out and sell sign Kyle, Ky- uh, Kyle, Kyle Connor. Connor. Seven years, $50 million. Awesome. So kind of a turns around and kind of a, you can probably get, guess where I'm going with this, a big like to, to uh, Patrick Line. Yeah. So. so, and then you have Braden Point who got signed. Good deal for them. I think that keeping him in Tampa is the best they, they need him in Tampa. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't say they need him, but he's definitely going to help. He's he's your second line center. Yeah, the Rangers went on of a signing spree as well. You got Tony D'Angelo who re-signed, Buchnevich, Truba. You know, g- names that Truba's needed to be gonna signed. Be, Truba's going to be big for them. I I believe that. I mean, two two moves like their two biggest moves this offseason really got rid of their most of their cap space. Yeah, including dropping Kevin Shattenkirk, who went to go on to go sign with Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Rangers. Tampa Bay Rangers, just to keep adding to that. That's nice. You know, Brock Besser finally re-signing. That's nice. McAvoy signing. Nice. The Bruins definitely need Charlie McAvoy. Yeah. You know, once again, the biggest signing was um, Mitch Marner. Makes that, sense. That took a long, they didn't long want, they time. Didn't, they didn't want to do the same thing they did last year. With the Matthews contract. Oh, no, no, with the Matthews, Nylander, Nylander, Nylander contract. Yeah, they didn't want him to hold out because William Nylander, they can perform fine without. Mitch Marner, they need Mitch Marner. Yeah. You know, to- And side note, for just putting this out there, for all the Islander fans that thought they were getting Mitch Marner, you were never going to get Mitch Marner. No. Just like you were never going to get Artemi Panarin. Neither one of those things was going to happen. That still makes me happy where you just sit there and you're like, I knew he wasn't They put here. more money on the t- Them and Columbus put more money on the table. They offered him $12 million a year. And he's like, no, I want to play in New York. But Long Island's New York. No, I want to play in New York. So, lo and behold, he's a Ranger, and every Ranger fan just sal- has been salivating at that. And those beautiful power play goals he scored in the preseason, waiting for him to do it tomorrow night. And even though the Islanders did go out and pick up and resign two decent names, they got Derek Broussard, good depth piece. That that was a a, a one year, one point two million dollar deal. deal. That is a prove it deal. That's un, unlike some other prove it deals. Um, <coughs> Wayne Simmons a year five mil. That's not prove it. Broussard one point two. That's an absolute steal. Third, he's gonna be your third line center, which the Islanders needed, and they're not spending a lot of money. And if he they like what they see, contract extension, and they didn't spend a lot of money. Exactly, and that, and you re-signed Beauvillier, which, is, which was a need for them. They did need to keep him around, too. He has great chemistry with a lot of people on that team, so I think that's going to help them out as well. And the only two other RFAs that got re-signed was Aho, which was almost a guarantee once that offer sheet came yeah, out. I saw something that said, I'm, and I'm making up times here, but the point is here, that Carolina received word of the offer sheet from Montreal at, let's say, 8.43. And they knew at 8.44 they were going to match it. Exactly. That's Sebastian like, Ajo was not going anywhere. And they also offered him, I think um, well, I think somebody said Montreal was giving him more money 
They wanted to give him more money. And no, no, they offered him less money, and then he took it for the same price because they matched it. Yeah, he took it as a, like, match it because like, I want to <clears throat> stay here. He took it as leverage. Yeah. But he also took it as I need a place to play and I will leave should I have to. But he wasn't going anywhere. And personally, I think whenever Jordan Stahl's tenure in Carolina is up, Sebastian Ajo is going to be the next captain. Oh, yeah. No, that's I, I see that happening, especially down the road. You know, they've just I think they're going to go through. Um, they've already started. They're rebranding the team anyways. You know, they're when they're now they're I think they're splitting their jerseys time with like the black ones and the red ones and they got a brand new white the, one. The road jerseys now, I do not like them. I was really hoping they would have done like the the alternate black one just in white. I would have bought that immediately. Yeah, that would have been fine, but now it's just white and it says canes diagonally and And it's red too, so you'll look like candy it's, canes. It's not it's not a good look. It's really not. Yeah, but they have the, too many jerseys. Eh. Well, last one up is the Stanley Cup winning goaltender, Jordan Bennington, was resigned. Big yeah. shock. Big shock, right? This is the last one before we go to break. And just one question. Will Bennington be as good? No. Okay, good. We're both no. in agreement. No. I Honestly, and we're going to get into this in just a few minutes, I don't expect much from the Blues this year. Um, I do, but I don't expect a lot. Like, if they make the playoffs, I'm saying first first round exit. Granted, ev- no, no everyone's been writing them off since they were in last place in January. They proved everyone wrong, but they didn't really do a lot. They they even lost some people. Yeah, losing Peron may not seem like a big name, but in St. Louis, David Peron was huge. Massive. Even he was part of the Golden Knights run and then the Blue Stanley Cup win. So, well, with that. With two that, runs in two years. Tampa, you're next. Tampa, you're next. When we come back, we're going to look at the pre, uh, our predictions of what these divisions are going to look like and how wrong we're going to be. It's going to be a fun time. We love proving each other wrong. Yeah, it is. So you're listening to Post to Post. We will be right back. Sigma Alpha Epsilon is partnering with Circle K and the American Cancer Society for the .1K for a cause. Come to the Great Lawn on Saturday, October 5th at 10 a.m. for a very short race, plus raffles, prizes, and a fun time for everyone. Sign up to run on the day of the event at the registration tent. For more info, visit Sigma Alpha Epsilon on Facebook or call 516-506-1180. That's the .1K for a cause, hosted by Sigma Alpha Epsilon, Saturday, October 5th at 10 a.m. on the Great Lawn. This LIU campus announcement is courtesy of your friends at The Wave. Ever listen to the radio and think, I can do that? The Wave is giving you the chance to prove it. Imagine playing the hottest new music during Common Hour, calling the action during live LIU sports broadcasts, or starting a podcast on your favorite topic. Or how about planning the next event that rocks the Hillwood rooftop? Whether you're behind the mic or behind the scenes, there's a place for you at The Wave. All you have to do is sign up. Join The Wave today by visiting the station located right behind Hillwood Commons. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. I'm your host, Anthony Cavaretta. 
And we're going to do the best thing, the most, our favorite thing to do on this show, and that is prove each other wrong. Making wrong predictions. We love it. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down each division in the league, and we're going to say who we think will end the division on top, and then maybe if we have a little bit of time, we'll get into the whole fantasy era of uh, maybe predicting the playoff runs and seeing how wrong we will be. So, I'll go first. We're going to start in the West. We're going to start in the Central. And as we spoke about the aforementioned Blues, do you want to go from first to last? Do you want to go from last to first? Um, let's go from last to first, as I think I... Oh, wait. There we go. Accidentally just recent, just deleted my predictions, but I found it. <laughs> Wonderful. So, we're good. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Last place for me in seventh place in the Central is the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't think they're going to be they're going to be bad again. There's no way they're not going to be bad. They yeah they have Kane and everybody, but they're all getting older and the league's getting faster. They Hands made down. two moves this season. <coughs> well, this off season, they got Calvin Zahan, which good good depth piece. He's terrible. As an Islander, he was terrible. At least you said the same thing about Ryan Strom. Yes, as an Islander, he was terrible. <laughs> and Ryan Strom is now good. And they got Robin Leonard, which, which that whole situation was weird. But I th- I don't Leonard know what Corey help. Crawford's status is. I still think he's going to get most of the games. But you have that option. But you have a Vesna nominee goalie on your bench. That's never a bad thing. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's a one-year deal. So even if he, he's... That was an, it's another prove-it deal. So if he's not he even did. good, wash your hands, you're done. Who's your seventh? Chicago. Okay, cool. We're even. So next up, my sixth They're pick. totally going to finish sixth just because we both put them seventh. They're going to yeah. be like, hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. Sixth I have is the Minnesota Wild. Didn't do enough in this offseason to go anywhere. Yeah, you brought in Matt Zuccarello, which is a great piece, even though that contract is terrible. Like, it's a good amount of money, but you gave him a no-move clause for the first four years. There is another expansion draft coming up. You don't want to do that. You know, we have another team coming in next season with no lockout. We don't have a lockout. Thankfully, we don't have a lockout. So, I don't know what the Wild are doing. And even if they do prove me wrong and make the playoffs, they're a first-round exit. They're not good. Yeah, I have them sixth also. I mean, I feel like Weren't it's... were you so, high on the Wild last I year? I was. <laughs> I Very early in the season. I was, I was on the hype train for the Wild. I'm sure I'll be back on it at some point, which is a lot different than the bandwagon. We're just clarifying. Hype train is something else. I'm sure I'll be back on it at some point, especially now that Nino Niederreiter is gone. But I just don't really see them doing much. Devin Dubnik is starting to fall off a cliff a little bit. The Zuccarello contract is not... Not a it's good not one. Help. Not a good one. They do got a a young stud in uh, Ryan Zanato though, so I think he'll help. But all in all, you I really signed Eric Stahl. Cool. You still have those big contracts. Eric Stahl's like thirty five. Exactly. You have Stahl and Zucker and I forget the last guy's name. Um, he was I think he he was a devil, or was Zucker a devil? Zach Parise. Parise. Love yeah. Zach Parise. He, they're but good. Zach Parise is under those contracts. No, mm. Z- the Zach Parise and Ryan Suter contracts are horrendous. So you can't even, like, retool or anything right now and get better because those contracts are unmovable. No one's going to take that contract. So the Wild, sorry, sixth place in the Central. Next up, your Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. I'm sorry. I love the story. I love 
you know, the whole thing with Gloria. We just recently saw the St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup rings, which are gorgeous, and even Layla got one. That which that is was awesome. awesome. If you haven't watched that video yet, it's all over Twitter. Like, watch it with tissues because you're probably gonna cry. Yeah, no, that kid is an inspiration. But I don't see them doing it again. I don't even see them making the playoffs. They're not even my wild card pick. So sorry, Blues fans, but you're not gonna be playing Glory in the postseason this this year. I have Colorado fifth in the Central. Seriously? But I have them as the second wild card. All right. All right. Why? Why Why them so far down? Because well, they did just lose um, Varlamov, and Grubauer was underperforming last year, and I just, I just think goaltending is going to be a, be a bit of an issue for them this year. All right, that, that's understandable, but I'll get into my reasons why the Avalanche, because you're not going to see them for a little bit. They're oh, up really? There. They're well, up then, there. since you mentioned your fifth place was the Blues, I'll, I'll go ahead and say I have the Blues fourth place as the first wild card, and really nothing else after that. Like yeah, They're the just going to make the first round just because they're coming yeah. off the Stanley Cup championship, and I don't really think they're going to do anything else after that. My fourth place and first wild card is the Winnipeg Jets. Fourth place? Yeah, I don't see the Jets. What drugs are you on? <laughs> I don't see the Jets as, a, like, I see them making the wild card. But it's you know what? You look at these teams and you look at all the ones that, you know, I feel like they'll make the wild card, but they're not bad enough to miss the playoffs. But I don't think they're good enough to break the top three, especially because, like, they were underperforming. They're going to have locker room issues, I feel like, especially with, Connor and Line, who were like, yeah, we just got paid, but, you know, maybe I don't want to be here. Maybe, you know, I feel like there's something else going on in the Jets' locker room that we're going to see eventually, and I think that's why they're fourth place on first wild card. I think if they make the playoffs, anything can happen with them. You know, they can probably go to the final if they, you know, get past that. Their fan base is will is more than enough capable for pushing them past the first round. Hear that, folks? Took us four teams to disagree like immensely so yeah that's a new record so who's fourth for you is the blues the right? blues so th- fourth third for me is the dallas stars that's what i got okay cool we're even they went out they got some nice prove it deals in pavelski and Corey perry it's gonna be weird seeing Corey perry in a dallas stars jersey. it is especially like seeing him in that bright green when right. we're used to seeing him in either black or purple or orange. I miss the purple. It's well, it's the purple's classic, but it, that that's gonna be weird. Still, I think you know it's the stars. They've been that playoff. They've been that pain in the side of most Western Conference teams in the playoffs. And I think if they get their stuff, their you know everything together, they could make a run for it. They could. I, I had mean, I had them winning the Stanley Cup. I think in at, one of my brackets. In one last of your year. brackets, you did yes, but. Uh, ben Bishop was just nominated for the Vesna as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was. I think, I he, think was he was. So that'll definitely help them. I expect big things from Tyler Sagan this year, as always. So I can see them cl- uh, clinch in third place. Second place, for me, is the Colorado Avalanche. Whoa. Yeah, they're not first, but I feel Whoa. like they're going to take— they're not going to be as terrible as they, they were, and I think that they have enough pieces here to— Go further on. They just they they got I believe they got they got rid of Kerfoot's contract. Yes, well. they traded him. They traded him to um, it's Toronto. Toronto, but they but they got Nazem Kadri in that deal. That'll help. 
I think. I think that'll help a bit. You're going to have enough pieces to get over the hump, and I think they'll make the playoffs again, and I think they'll prove that they could hang with the big boys. Well, my second place is the Nashville <laughs> Predators. Okay. I have them. You could probably well, guess where I mean, I have there's them. one spot left, so I'm guessing you have them first. Yes, I have them first. Yeah, I, I see uh, Nashville in second. I think that trading P.K. Subban is definitely going to hurt them. Not a lot. I don't know how much it's going to hurt them, enough for me to think they're going to be in second place. But Renee's getting older. They got Duchesne, yeah, but Duchesne's not on defense. That's true. But here's the thing. I think Duchesne – that's why – the pre- reason I have the Predators first is, yeah, they lost Subban, but that core is still mostly intact besides him. And you brought in Duchesne. He's going to be a nice scoring piece for you guys. And then, you know, who could really you – know, th- you look at this conference – I'm sorry, not the conference, the division. There's nobody else that could really put up a fight against the Predators. I think it's Predators and then Space, the Avalanche, and everybody else. Well, since you have Nashville as your number one, and my number one is Winnipeg. Yeah, which I get. Which they just have so many pieces, and I don't really see them. It was a three-way race last year for the Central title until the very last day of the season. The Jets were in that race, and they, they won it. So, and they really didn't lose anyone. Well, they lost Truba, but they didn't lose like anyone they also, else. But they, really? like, at that point, they gained a really good defense, a younger defenseman in Neil Pionk, which he just resigned with them as well. So I, I think, and help. their core is still very young and very good. I don't know what Dustin Bufflin's thinking right now. I think he didn't. He, did he I don't know what his break, decision. Right? He's taking a break. He might retire, but. Dustin Bufflin, like, he's just an enforcer. He didn't... He doesn't need to be there, but he's I He's more of a locker all. room presence, but I, I think overall Winnipeg... Winnipeg's going to win the Central again. Well, I think... Well, I always say I am. I like Winnipeg. I've always liked Winnipeg. And I say if Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup, I'm getting an Atlanta, Atlanta Thrashers shirt that says Stanley Cup champions. But whatever. So, moving over to the Pacific... I am an is, Atlanta Thrashers season ticket holder for 1920. <laughs> So, can't wait. We'll move over to the Pacific now. Last place, well, we're probably going to run through these bottom three real quick. Ducks. Yep. Yeah, no, the Ducks. Sorry, guys. You they lost. just got worse. <laughs> you got worse over They the have no Kessler for the entire season, and you lost Corey Perry. And Getzlav is old. And Getzlav is old. You have... No one. Um, Ricard Raquel. Cool. But no, nah, it's not. Gonna at happen. least you have Gibson. Yeah. Then seventh is the Kings. I got seventh Edmonton. You were and sixth is the Kings. Sixth is the Kings. All right, I have Edmonton above them. Ed- Edmonton just has no goalie. Edmonton has no goalie. You Nico know, you, Koskinen is not a starter. Yeah. No. And then Smith is there. Smith's there. I forgot about that. Smith has glass skin and paper bones. So. Yeah. So no. I just think uh, the reason I think that the Kings are going to be lower than the Oilers is it's Connor McDavid show. It's the Connor McDavid show. You can't count and them. Leon Drysaddle and Drysaddle, yeah. So and James Neal. So James Neal. I don't. I don't know. We're we're gonna have to wait and see if that one pans out. Hopefully, we'll see. And then fifth, I have is the Canucks missing the playoffs by literally a game. I can see them and my fifth place team switching that last wild card. 
but I feel like the Canucks will just miss it. Like, they're on the cusp, but just almost there. I also don't really think that their goaltending is that strong right now. Well, they have a goal. They have really a good... ridiculous youth core. Yeah, which is great, and especially they have a really good youth goalie in uh, Utica. Um, I think it's Di Pietro. No, not they brought not, him up too soon. Though they brought him up too soon last year. It's not. It's um, Di Macardo. I think it is. He has been a really good goalie in Utica, and he's right on the cusp of breaking into the NHL. And if when he does, then this team will make the playoffs. Yeah, right now their goalies are Thatcher Demko and Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, no, you're not making the playoffs. <laughs> no. Sorry, you're not making the playoffs. Sorry, you're close. So is that fifth for you? Vancouver is fifth for me, yes. All right. Next, fourth, making the playoffs as the second wild card, the Arizona Coyotes. I have them in fourth as well, but I don't have them in the playoffs just yet. Maybe so who's your second out. wild card? Colorado, St. Louis. Oh, both, Okay. Yeah, I, I did one. I did one for each. I don't think that any div, any division is going to take two in a row. That's not going. I just think the Pacific is just really a three team division right now. That, oh, it is. But I feel like the Coyotes, and as we saw last year, the Central's pretty much wide open, and Chicago. Damn it, Chicago's there. But I think the Coyotes could make it. I think they're just they're right. They could do it. I can. Fe- I can. I believe in Phil Kessel and this team. <laughs> and I think you know they got the right. They're going to be in the cent. They're going to be in the Central. Next two, year, not next year. Is Whenever next year? when when Seattle come, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. So it's not next year; it's the year after. In two years. Two years. They got two more years to win a Pacific you Division got title. Two more years to get better, and then once you get into that division, if it's still as bad as it is, you have a good shot at probably making the top three at that point. Um. So yeah, the Coyotes, my second wild card. I believe in you, hot dog man. I believe in you. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I have Coyotes fourth as well. Not making the playoffs, though. Not making the playoffs. Yeah, and then three. I think our three, two, and one are either very similar or exact. My third place is Vegas. Calgary. Okay, my second is Calgary. Vegas. And, yeah, so we just switched those two. I think Vegas is good. I feel like they're probably going to take their foot off the gas a bit because they know that, hey, we can get very tired. <laughs> let's not Let's not we've had, we've had a. We've been a team for two years. We've had a very, very rough go of things. Yeah, we, we were, are tired. We're tired. Let's, let's relax a little bit. Well, I think that I, I say that not as a joke. I say that as being like you went to the Stanley Cup final, and then you had a really hard-fought seven-game series against the Sharks. And, if you, and I also think the way my thing lines up, they won't have to play the Sharks until the second round. So Yeah, that's the way mine lines up also. So and I think, yeah. there's there's Vegas, n- I can easily see Vegas beating Calgary, no matter what seed yeah. either one of those teams are. And just a quick little hot take here is that I think if Vegas won that game seven, they would have won the Cup. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. There's an alternate dimension that I would there's like to There's an alternate visit, universe no. somewhere <laughs> where last year the Vegas Golden Knights finally got over the hump their whole one-year drought without a Stanley Cup championship. So, yeah, I see Vegas making it third. They're probably going to take a little bit of a break and figure that out. Next, I have the Flames in second, which I think your argument's probably the same as mine for both of these, I would say. Vegas not Vegas, and the Flames could either or this. Yeah, they're pretty evenly matched. The Flames, I just really hope that they can keep up the production they had last year as such a good team and, you know, do well. I, the, seeing the Flames do well, for some reason, makes me very happy. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's those nice red alternates. But oh, those are, those are beautiful. 
you know, that they're going to do. They should wear those all the time. I think they're going to. I think that, lo and behold, they're going to get rid of that red and black scheme and just do the red and whites, which is which is fine. But I, I see the flames. Is this that. the bounce back that Cam Talbot needs? Yeah, absolutely. I think Talbot, if he maybe does, like, split time. Edmonton burnt him out. Yeah, which is unfair. 70 games. If you saw Cam Talbot play in New York, the kid, the dude was phenomenal. 73 games. I'm sorry. They called him the Prince of New York, which was true. And yet he goes to Edmonton. Edmonton's like, hey, you're decent. Let's play you every game against, in front of a very bad defense. 73 games one year. And then the next year, 67 games. And there was a drastic difference. 42 wins the, the year he had 73. 31 the year he had 67. He was burnt out. So I do think that, especially with a strong Calgary team in front of him, they're going to do fine. Yeah. And then San Jose is going to win the Pacific anyway. San Jose is going to win the Pacific. Nothing. There's no major nah, changes nothing there. Nothing new. It's Sky's fine. blue. Just sun's yellow. Sun's yellow. And the Sharks will probably choke again. We are Sharks now. Yes, we are Sharks. The LIU Sharks are a thing. And yet, so go plus, Sharks. Go Sharks, but also don't don't choke. Please don't choke. All right. With that, when we come back, we're going to look at the East. We're going to look at the Atlantic. We're going to look at the Metro. And then we're going to look at the games for tonight. And if we have time, maybe tomorrow. You're listening to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. We will be right back. Total Access is your show for all the hits. I still Want more? Then don't forget to check out Total Access. Listen Tuesdays from 4 to 5 on The Wave. You gotta be a bit crazy, a little bit out your mind. If you've been drinking, then you go out and drive. You're risking countless lives and your own too. Plus, you risk hurting everyone that knows you. Yeah, they'll be so blue, standing at your burial, thinking that you were a fool while at your memorial. The point is, you shouldn't risk those lives. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Spend a few bucks on a cab or sleep while you've been drinking. If you drink, don't drive. Stay alive, start thinking. Stay sober, arrive alive. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Mad dog. Welcome back to Post to Post here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. I'm your host, Anthony Cavarotta. We looked at the West, and now we're going to look at the East. Let's start in the Atlantic Division. Last place and probably 31st in the league, the worst team in the NHL. I'm not even going to explain why they're eighth, the Ottawa Senators. Somehow, some way. Because if apparently we're counting Seattle as a team now, even though they don't have a team yet. Wait, do we? I said 31. I know, but the NHL tweeted that thing today with 32 teams enter the group chat. So apparently they're counting them as a team. So Ottawa's going to finish 32nd. Yeah, fun. They're they're going to be worse than a team (laughs) that does not have a single player. Or a name. Or a coach. Or an arena. Oh, I love I love the NHL. Oh, Edmonton. Not Edmonton. Sorry, Edmonton. <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa. Why are you a team? I mean, no, are you still are happy you're a team? a team at this point? Are you still happy? Is that still your philosophy? Are you happy you're a team? All right. Seventh place is the Detroit, the Detroit Red Wings. You I, ha- I you concur. You said the same thing? I concur. Okay, same thing. They're not good. They're, They're not, not going to be good. They're not much better. 
Really? Like, they have better pieces. Well, they're going to get they're not gonna, much better. They're going to have a, a quicker turnaround than I Well, Ford. yes, because Detroit actually cares. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Ryan. He did a good job. We were here. Sixth, I have the Buffalo Sabres. That is what I have. We're, we're, we're clicking so far. This is the, We're not going to click for the rest of this. I know that. Yeah, the Sabres, you're good, but the Atlantic is just too top-heavy for you guys to make the playoffs. Sorry. Next up, fifth. Let's see if we have this right. This is where I think we're going to go different. I have Montreal. Florida. See, there we go. I was waiting for that. Yeah, I have Montreal. There's, n- Yeah, you have Carey, uh, Carey Price. Cool. I still don't think – I think he's an elite goal center, but he's not that elite. Not anymore. Not anymore, and you don't have anything else. What do you have? You have nothing else. Ty Domi. <laughs> they got Shea Weber. Not Ty Domi. What is it? Ty Domi. Isn't it Max? It's Max Domi. Max Domi. I'm thinking Ty Domi's his father. Yeah. First of all. So, yeah, no. You have nothing. You have nothing good. You're not beating the Panthers who went out this season and got Sergei Bobrovsky. They're my first wild card. You know, I see that. Sergei Bobrovsky. Yeah, no. He's on he's on the case. He's always on the case. He's back on the case. He's down in Florida. He's picking up where Bobby Lou left off, and the Panthers are gonna be the first wild he's, card. He's tanning now in the heat of, South s- of Sunrise, Florida. No, not even South Beach. As opposed to whatever he was doing in Columbus. Chilling next to the cannon, I guess. Chilling next to the cannon. But yeah, I see them as my Getting, first wild card. Uh, yeah. Do you have them making the playoffs at least? The Florida? Panthers? Yeah. Um, one second. Because if you... I don't... No. No, I do don't. not. No, I do not. You don't believe in Bobrovsky? I don't believe in and the rest Anton of the Stroman? Panthers. <laughs> and Anton Strollman? I don't believe in the rest of the Panthers. Fair, but... I, I, I believe in Aaron Eckblad and... Yeah. All right. So, wait, who's your fourth, then? Montreal. And they make the playoffs. Yes, they do. Okay. We're switched with that. All right. Although, that was one of those could go either way in my eyes thing. But I gave the edge to Montreal and I'm probably going to be proven wrong, but we'll see. Florida's probably going to get the spot, but you know, top 3 is probably just the We same. are no, we all know what the top 3 is going to be. Top 3, I think it just depends on the order even though really, 2 and 3 are going to be or could switch either way, but we all know who won. I have 3 as the Bruins and I have I got, 2 as the Leafs. I got Three is the Leafs, two is the Bruins. Yeah, so but also I think we Which both is agree. what it is every year. They're gonna see each other in the first round. The Leafs are gonna lose in seven of the Bruins, <laughs> and then all Le- and all of Toronto will cry. Done. That's how this works. Moving on. And I think first up, Tampa Bay. Tampa. You may you most likely Tampa, win the president's trophy can you, again. It's been f- since 20, 2015, you were supposed to win. And you didn't. Yeah, you stabbed every Ranger ye- fans in the heart. Every year since then, you were supposed to win, and you still haven't. You are leaving a decade. Can you start the new decade off with a Stanley Cup championship? My right. guess is still no. Yeah, I still don't think they'll make I want them to because they have enough talent. You have enough talent they on have that enough, team. They have so much talent that even if their entire first line was hurt— They'd still probably win the President's Trophy. Exactly. They Do I think they'll get 62 wins again? Absolutely not. No. There's no way you're doing that. And there's no way you're beating that. If you beat that, I say 54-55. Yeah. 
if you beat that somehow, I will. And then you I will still fucking, don't, I don't win. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do, but it's just I'll eat my shoe or something. I don't freaking know. But we'll figure something. We'll out. figure something out if you if you prove me wrong. But I, I just Tampa. Come on, just. Michael Del Zotto, a former Ranger. That won. everyone on that defense is like a former Ranger. Yeah, but here's the thing: Del Zotto won a cup. Hi, like, there's enough Rangers that have won cups outside of Tampa, and have not. So, is it just? Do you like making Ranger fans feel upset for you? Tampa, I love you, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> just like get over that hump a little bit. All like, right. I know Eisenman's not there anymore, and he's gonna take credit for all of this when it does actually go right, but. At least give him the satisfaction of being right. Yeah. Stevie Eyes deserves this. Yeah, Stevie Eyes deserves all this. And now he's in Detroit, so he's not going to win anything. Yeah, for, for a while. Maybe the uh, draft lottery, but other they than that. still won't do that. <laughs> we saw the draft lottery. It's rigged. Yeah, we know that. So, all right. Now moving to the Metro. This is where things get really confusing. Yes, the Metro is Metro's hard. The Metro's hard, and the sad thing is all of our teams are in there. So we can't even yes, like all two of our teams are in that division. Yeah, two of our as teams. As New Yorkers. As New Yorkers. Both of our teams are in there and we're upset about it. So eighth place, I have Philly. I have Columbus. You think Columbus will be that bad? Columbus lost everything and it was hilarious. Do you have Philly as seven? I do. Alright, I have the reverse. I have Philly at eighth and and Jackets at seven. Gritty is gonna lead the Flyers <laughs> to seventh place. Even with that Kevin Hayes contract? Yes, like even terrible. with that Kevin Hayes contract. And Gritty, and, Gritty and his lookalike in um, Jakub Voracek. That's true. Yeah. They Seventh look place, like. Philadelphia Flyers. Now I have them in eighth. I feel like they didn't do enough in the offseason. Columbus has nothing. They have Cam Atkinson and Seth Jones. They have a few it. decent depth pieces. Who is their goalie? Jonas Corposalo and no one. Somebody from overseas, most likely. No one. All right, I have the jacket. I, that'll be. They got a cool cannon though. They have a cool cannon though. I don't like it, but they have a cool cannon though. Sixth, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Whoa, that's not what I got. I know that's not what you have. That's, <laughs> whoa, that's a hot take right there. Yeah, I think. Wow. I wasn't sure. I was gonna probably put them in the top four, until I saw Crosby out day to day, and then I'm like, all right, if they don't get off to a good start, and Crosby will most likely play hurt or play, you know, fatigued. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't see them. They're they're they won back to back cups. I, don't get you me. You need a year off. So this is, I think, I think this is the year off. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see the Penguins finish in sixth place, but I, I don't see it happening. I think with the, the depth that that the Metro has, you know, all these crazy strong teams, I think the Penguins will be that odd older guy out. They're like the old team that's like, hey, you guys do this. I'm gonna take a back seat. So I think I, six I'm ahead out. All right, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna head out. Sixth place for me, I have the New Jersey Devils. All right, because Corey Schneider took 400 something days to win a single game. Yeah, their goaltending's not good. It's not good. But I think they now have. They, and they don't have Kincaid anymore. So who is exactly? Is there? I'm guessing their backup is Mackenzie Blackwood. Is their starter is Mackenzie Blackwood? Oh, is it? Most likely. Well, sorry, Corey Schneider. Guess it's gonna take you another 400 days to win a game. I think they'll split for the first few games, and then they'll see who's better, and they'll run with him. Yeah, and that's, like, one of the reasons that the Devils are not really... The Devils are, like, very... They had a great offseason, one of the two best offseasons, but they're not really going to do much right now. And my fifth pick was the Devils, for the same reasons. They don't have enough goaltending. 
they'll probably do well enough to keep Taylor Hall. You know, they have Gusev, they have Subban, and they have Hughes. And Wayne Simmons. And Wayne Simmons, which is weird. Nico. Nico. You have you have the building blocks for a great team here. Just you're going to miss out by a few points, I think. Not, not much. And for you, fifth is who? The Rangers. Figured. Uh, so your pens are in the top four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So why? Because, yes, I do see the moves that they made helping. But Lundqvist is getting older. He struggled last year. And who who is their backup this year? It's is Georgiev. It, that's who I thought it was. And then Shishirkin. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. But I don't know if if Lundqvist struggles again. I don't know if they have the goalie depth to get into the playoffs necessarily. I don't think they're going to miss by that much, but I just don't think they're going to make it. Now, this is where I'm going to prove you wrong. Fourth place for me is the New York Rangers, and I see them making the second wild card by the skin of their teeth. And I think this because everybody's, yeah, I understand, you know, Lundqvist is older, but I think also Lundqvist will somehow get a second wind here. So I think that even if not, you have George, you have the split time, and then you have a very late second wind. Shesterkin to bless you, thank you, to get the if need be to get them over the hump. So we're gonna go a little rapid fire round now. So I think they'll be the second wild card. They'll be in the playoffs. Fourth first round for, exit most likely. Fourth for me is the Penguins, and they get the first wild card. Okay. Third place for me, the New York Islanders. Carolina Hurricanes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the Islanders. They're not going to do as well, but I feel like they're still going to be a force was, to be reckoned with. There's two-player difference. There's no Leonard, and Varlamov's there instead, and they got Derek Broussard. That's, like, the only difference. Yeah. Varlamov, you got to see how he pans out before anything. All I can say is Josh Harsang is a Bridgeport Sound Tiger. And <laughs> not happy about happy. that, that he's still there, but better than nothing. All right, second for me, the bunch of jerks. New York Islanders. All right, fair. I think the Hurricanes are going to be are now a force. They, they are. Let's do it. I'm very surprised. Number one, I think for both of us, Washington Capitals. Nothing needs to be said about that because they're the Washington Capitals. They have Alex Ovechkin. Yes, Whatever. they do. So we're going to look at tonight real quick. We're not going to look at tomorrow. We don't have enough time. But tonight, Sens at Leafs. Leafs. This cool. shouldn't even be a question. It's Leafs, not. hands down. If the, the Senators win, then Anthony's going to eat his shoe. <laughs> Why am I? Okay, fine. Um, second game, 2018 Stanley Cup champion versus 2017. Wait. 18 whatever. versus 19. 18 versus 19. I forget how that works. It's in St. Louis. In St. Louis. raising their banner. I give it to St. Louis tonight. Yeah. St. Louis gets the win. Tonight. They deserve it. Uh, Oilers home against the Canucks. I think Oilers. I'm giving it to Vancouver. All right. And the big game, Sharks at Vegas. Vegas. I'm giving it to Vegas. I'll give it to Vegas, too. We'll run through tomorrow, and then stay tuned for... Do we come and do tomorrow? We can run through it. We can we can do it real fast. All right, ready? Couple. Panthers at Bolts. Lightning. Lightning. Jets at Rangers. Jets. Rangers. Pens at Sabres. No, Sabres at Pens. Penguins. Penguins. Canadians at Carolina. 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 Wild at Predators. Predators. Preds. Bruins at Stars. Bruins. Bruins. Flames at Avalanche. Avs. Abs and Coyotes at Ducks. Coyotes. Coyotes. So that will do it for us here on Post to Post. Stay tuned 
as Braintree After Dark with John Wasserman is up next. And if you guys want to hear us on Friday and Saturday, call the LIU Sharks women ice, women's ice hockey game. They will be at Syosset, New York at Iceworks. Taking on the University of Connecticut Huskies. And I will be calling Friday's game. Ryan will be calling Saturday's game. For Friday, puck drops at 3. And for Saturday, puck drops at 7.45. Enjoy some hockey. We will see you next week.